Latinos Out Loud podcast. Everybody get your guiras, your tamboras, your banderas. This is the Dominican Film Festival NY episode. This is the Dominican Film Festival episode of Latinos Out Loud, or one of them, because you know we're going to recap it too. Yo, guys, it's your friend, tu amiguita, Raquel La Loca. Yes, Rachel La Loca is here with you. Shout out to Jamie and Frank. My brethren, they out there doing they thang, 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 thang. And here we are, you and I. Okay, I'm loud and I'm proud today, guys. I'm sorry if you have to dial down the volume on your radios, on your iPhones, your Androids, or on any kind of speaker that you've built with Campbell's soup cans, some wiring fishnet. Whatever you're listening to us on, I'm going to be loud and proud for sure. This is un orgullo. Okay? When the Dominican Film Festival comes to town, es un orgullo because we're seeing amazing artwork come out of the country, being produced. There are directors from Dominican Republic, filmmakers, writers, actors, like all these creatives from and for La República Dominicana. Dios, patria, libertad y loca. I'm here for all of it. Okay, those four things, el escudo y yo. So this is a fun one for me, okay, off the bat. And I'm so excited to have amazing guests that are representing DFFNY right now on the show. And if you want to learn more about what's going on, go to DominicanFilmFestival.com ahora mismo. Uh, as long as you can listen to this and do that at the same time, because I wouldn't want you to go doing things and then, like, you know, put me in the background. No. Nobody puts loca in the corner, okay? Nobody puts loca in the background. I'm in the foreground, please. All right, so yo, let's get into this interview real quick because we are going to talk to the creative director and she's more than a filmmaker. She's a actress, producer, writer, comedian, and she is CEO of Latin Hollywood Films, none other than Kiki Melendez and the creative director, like I mentioned, Henry Dominguez of the Dominican Film Festival. I want to shout out Armando... I want to shout out Catherine Castro and also just all y'all at the Dominican Film Festival for partnering with Latinos Out Loud. We're going to be activating in some fun ways throughout the festival, which is taking place here in New York City from November 1st through the 9th. So let's get into these interviews, okay? Wepa, wepa, wepa. I gotta stop with the merengue. All right, let's go. Okay, 
Okay, luchadores, get in your corners. All right, guys, this is the part of the show on Latinos Out Loud where we interview someone amazing. Guess what, guys? Bonus on bonus on bonus. We are interviewing two people that are representing so hard body right now for the cultura and bigger than that for Dominicans everywhere. Please put your hands together one time for Kiki Melendez and Henry Dominguez. <laughs> It's okay, it's vale la pena entonces, because it's not every day that you have comedian, icon in this space, producer, actor, Kiki Melendez in the mother effing building. And Henry, all the respect. I love you too, boo. I respect what you're doing, okay, as creative director of the film festival. But Kiki is one of my heroines, okay? She's one of my one of my female heroes. What this is about is so big, you guys. Es un honor, de verdad, verdad, to have you guys here on the Latinos Out Loud podcast as the city prepares for the Dominican Film Festival 2022. Oh Yay! my God! <laughs> Saludos y felicitaciones. And I want to actually talk to each of you about your involvement this year. Every year, it seems like you guys are one-upping the festival. Every year, there's just something new. This year, Henry dropped a number before that blew my mind, that there are 80 films in the wow. Dominican Film Festival 2022. That's crazy. That is correct. Feature and short, you know, spanning the genres, docs. I want to hear all about it. Yeah. But Kiki, tell everybody a little bit about your involvement in the 2022 Film Festival. You have a project that's going to be showcased. You have a, you have a whole event around you. <laughs> so please tell us about Kiki Melendez Day and Night at the Dominican Film Festival 2022. Well, first of all, I want to thank the Dominican Film Festival because they have been instrumental in my career and getting me known to people like you, to people in my hometown where I grew up, New York City. You know, I have moved to Los Angeles. I moved to Los Angeles, you know, in 1998 when I was just a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course. You know, and I had and I had my fans, you know, I did Kiki Desi Hollywood and all that. But people thought I was Mexican. <laughs> I que no, que no. Because, you know, I was uh, the show was coming from Los Angeles, from the West Coast. And so I feel that, you know, um, Henry and Armando and the Dominican International Film Festival were really the ones that reintroduced me to my people. You know what I mean? So we have always had a really great relationship. We always support each other. They always look out for me. I look out for them. And we have a really beautiful relationship. And I'm very proud of what they've done, you know, the, the platform they created for independent producers, for Dominicans especially, and for nuestra gente to be able to, to have a place to show our work to the industry, to people like you, and yes. um, to encourage the you know, reason there are 80 films and every year there's going to be more and more is because people are inspired. You know, every year people go and see the festival and they're like, oh, wow, I could be up there. You know, my film could be on that screen. And so more and more are created, more independent producers 
become, uh, you know, the, the players that end up in the festival. So I just want to say thank you to, to the festival. And uh, this year I'm very excited because uh, we just launched a show called Broads Abroad which I filmed in the Dominican Republic and it is, yeah. And it was, it's a hybrid between a travel show and a comedy special. So I think that the people that view it are going to be so happy because it is showing people the entire country while we do inter in, you know, in, in, we do, it's almost like an SNL. We do sketches, you know, it's uh, with Vicky Barbalock and Crystal Powell, who were uh, comics that competed on America's Got Talent. And then I bring them to my country. You know, I show them around. We, we you know, we start filming from the time they get off the plane, which is hilarious. Lo ponemos una camioneta in the backseat of a camioneta. <laughs> <laughs> With the maleta and, yeah, y todo. They're like, what the hell is going on here? You know? So, you know, it, it was a great experience. The girls were so impressed with my country and everybody that came. And then we also did another one called Black Girl Magic. I also did Reina Celarisa. I, I filmed all these women, female, you know, specials. Uh, Reina Celarisa was the first ever stand up comedy show in the nation, in Dominican Republic. With wow. like with yeah, with Dominican and Caribbean comedian Sulema Cruz. She's Cuban. And then we had Chedi Garcia, who's number one here, and she's pretty big, and Jacqueline Estrella also, who's a top comic here. And uh, myself, so I do Spanish language and English language in the different shows. And you're gonna get to see those shows. You know, you're gonna get to see Reinas de la Risa back to back with Broads Abroad. And I'm so excited to uh, because this is like the first time that I'm going to see the reaction of my people seeing a tour of their country and learning a little history about our country, which is incredible history. We are like the oldest. We're the first city in the new world, as you know. Mm -hmm. So it's a beautiful homage to my country. And um you know, I'm very proud of it. You have no idea. I, I'm working on my own empire, on my own future. And I have women like you to thank for paving such a strong path for me to follow in my own voice, with my own footsteps. But you, you really created such a foundation for us Latinas in comedy. We're still outnumbered, but with strong and, but with strong and bold voices like yours, Kiki, you have, I mean, we're, I, you do so much for us. Can we, Henry, I'll get to you. I promise. I promise, (laughs) Henry. I just, I know she, you know, okay, look, Omnicultura Fest is something else that you create aside from all the wonderful stuff that we see or that we will see on screen at the film festival. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, about how you catapult people's careers with Omnicultura Fest? Yes, I was. I'm very proud of it. One of our um, filmmakers got a multimillion dollar deal with Amazon. Because oh of Omni. Oh my God! And, Hello, I can applaud it. So I can applaud it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Omni. I am actually thinking of doing Omni Cultural TV Fest in New York this 2023. 
Hold I'm, on, I'm having a conniption. I'm losing myself. She's, you're bringing it to New York. Well, what? I haven't, I haven't decided yet because my LA Breathe. people, are, my LA people are like, no, no, and my and my New York people are like, yes, yes. I want to try uh, New York to see, you know. And I just feel like sometimes it's good to change things up. I wouldn't say I would do it forever unless it was, you know, if there was a big reason. But uh, I just feel like I have so many people in New York that need a break, that need exposure and and, you know, that might not be able to fly to L.A. And, um, you know, I just want to see. So when I go to New York for the Dominican Film Festival, I'm going to look around to at some locations and see if I can make it happen in New York for 2023. Mama, whatever you need, okay? I got like the white pages, the yellow pages, the brown pages, all up in here, okay? So I'm not saying, but I'm, I'm happy to connect any dots that you need. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm New York born and bred, and I would love to see the success of Omnicultura Fest here in New York City. You know, we hear this a lot, you guys, Henry, Kiki. I hear, like, even in the podcast space, oh, a lot of content coming out of L.A. Y'all New Yorkers are uh, slacking. You know, New York is slacking. And I'm like, yo, I'm here busting my ass, yo. <laughs> we, all bu we are busting our asses, but we do need incubator programs and the help and guidance of those that are killing it in L.A. Please come. Help us. We, yeah. we could use more of that out on the East I Coast. I mean, my, my dream would be, to be honest, to do, uh, you know, one in L.A. and six, six months later, do one in New York. Yeah. But, you know, but I'm trying to, like, raise funds because the problem is that, like, Armando and, and Henry, you know, we we put so much of our own time. You know what I mean? It's hard to hire people when you don't have a lot of a lot of funding. So it's kind of hard to do it on my own. So I'm trying to raise some funding so that I could do that. Um, and I can hire people because I'm, I have my personal career that takes a lot of my time. Of so course. it's very difficult to like give to the community have a career, be a mom, a wife. I'm saying you know? a family, yeah. You throw that in the mix too, please, because you're exactly. a family. Una mujer exactly. de la familia. Oh, exactly. Que tiene, que tiene, you know, has a lot of responsibility because you have three kids that need your attention. So yes. it's very, very uh, difficult. So, but that's my ultimate goal. And that's what I'm working toward is doing, uh, you know, one in New York and then six months later, do it in LA, you know? I'm going to light a candle for that. Uh, because yes. that sounds incredible. Henry, when you're when you're working with someone like Kiki, you know, how does the yeah. activation happen for the festival? Like, how does the collaboration work? Well, Kiki has been with the festival for many years now, so and she's a shaker and a mover. And I every time we like check in on her, she has something new and definitely like turn it to the festival. So I got to work on a film with her that's still like undercover it hasn't come out yet but i we're looking forward to, to showcasing that next year maybe in the festival so look out for that but i'm excited for what she has this year that one is with kuno becker yeah. kuno becker is the lead and i'm just a sugar mama <laughs> oh pero i like that that sounds like fun <laughs> yeah it's gonna be funny trust me on that one <laughs> I like aspire to be a sugar mama. You know what I'm I saying? 
She's a great sugar mama. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so then there's a whole day of events around Kiki's projects, correct? The so- projects she has uh, this year, um, she's going to be able to showcase both of them at Copacabana. Yes! And um, that is a collaboration that we have at Copacabana this year. And it involves drinking and watching films. So come come enjoy some of that, too. So, Henry, do you have the, the day that that's all going down for Kiki so people know what to look out for? I mean, there's a plethora of events that we should, like, give people broad strokes on. But when is Kiki Day at the Dominican Film Festival 2022? It is the 7th of November. Okay, so guys, when you go to the website, which is DominicanFilmFestival.com, make sure to look for Kiki's projects, especially what you're doing for Latinas. Oh, gets me so excited. Well, let me, let me, I'm going to tell you two things that I really think people would really benefit from. Okay, go, um, go. One of them is uh, a panel on November, November 7th. I believe it's at 7 p.m. at the Alianza Dominicana in New York. And it is going to be... Uh, the panel is three generations of Latinos in Hollywood. And we have invited Emily Tosta, who stars in Mayan MC, and she was the star of Party of Five, the remake of Party of Five. And she's also in a movie with, um, with Nicolas Cage. Um, and anyway, she is a Dominican Venezuelan that a lot of people don't know. She, they have no idea she's Dominican Venezuelan. She's in a very Mexican-American project called Mayan MC. So people think she's Mexican, you know, and she plays a Mexican. Mm. She mm-hmm. plays a Mexican. So she is coming. And then Rene Rosado, who is um, the only Latino on uh, the Connors on ABC. He was also on Major Crimes. So this is three generations of Latinos in Hollywood. And we're going to be able to like talk about how the business has changed you know, how it has evolved, what are the good things and what are the bad things that have happened in those 30 years, you know? And we're going to have the panel moderated by Nadine Rajabi, who is the showrunner for um, Below Deck, which is a hit show. It's on its eighth or 10th season on Bravo. She also was the showrunner for The Shots of Sunset. And she has a development deal with Bravo Television. She has a development deal. So she's going to moderate the panel, which is really awesome. That's going to be a great panel. And that's going to be on November 7th in La Alianza Dominicana in New York. Okay? Yes. What's up, Aloeros? Ambitious hiring goals for the last quarter of 2022? Well, with a powerful hiring partner, big goals are no big deal. You need Indeed. That's right, Jamie. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Todo en un lugar, people. Right, and you know, you don't have to spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills, all right? Leave that for the dating sites. But if you're looking for candidates (laughs) with the right skills for your job, well, you can do it all with Indeed. Word, you got to have a J-O-B if you want to be with me. Yo, you can find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. I love me a good virtual interview. You know what I'm saying, ladies? Put a little red lip, you popping. Yeah. Let's go virtually. I'd like to take a job interview with my pajamas on. You know what I'm saying? Just feel comfortable. I 
don't know if I recommend that, Jamie, unless they're like the fake business suit type pajamas. Oh, yeah. I, I got I to gotta check that online if they have that. Um, and Latinos, look, I know we, we hate waiting, right? Well, Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Love this that. Is, yeah, I love it too. And something else I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed helps star applicants shine before the interview, the pajama interview. With mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. 135 <laughs> graded assessment tests they can take from cooking to coding. All right, this helps you see your top talents, abilities in a flash by adding any of these 135 graded assessment tests to your job post. It just, it basically, it makes you look good, right, Rachel? Yes, looking good before you even step into the interview. You got the upper hand, upper mano, son. So you got to join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. That's right. Hey, start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to sponsor your job post at Indeed.com slash LOL. Amazing. $75 sponsored job credit, people. This offer is good for only a limited time. Claim your $75 credit, $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash LOL. And I know we got some, like, you know, listeners with short attention spans, so I'm going to say it again. Indeed.com slash LOL. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Indeed.com slash LOL. Indeed.com slash LOL. I don't think they approve the theme song, Rachel. We might... Indeed.com slash LOL. On November 8th is when we're going to go to the Copa, get drunk, and watch Reinas de la Risa and Broads Abroad. <laughs> I can't wait for November 8th. That's Kiki Day, Kiki Night. Um, and I mean, there's so many things. And I'm also moderating a panel for the Dominican Film Festival, which I'm super excited about, also at Alianza Dominicana. And that's on November 2nd. Right, oh, uh, Henry? That's correct. Yeah. So what I, is I'm your s- panel about? Henry, I turn the mic over to you because this is actually recording a few days before. And so I know some things are almost solidified. But as the creative director of the festival, can you give the LOLeros an insight or uh, just some info on the panel that I'll be moderating on November 2nd? So you will be moderating a panel called Dominicana, Women Shaping the Film Industry. Yes. I love it. That's very cool. And that is on November 2nd. And I'm very excited because you sure know how to like juice it up and get the information out of people. So make them talk a lot. I'm so excited. If you, Kiki, like I moderated a panel at the Viacom building in 2018 when I was 73 months pregnant. Uh, <laughs> I swear, I know y'all had a medic on deck and there was somebody waiting for my water to break. Uh, but I, that moderating that panel, first of all, that's why I met you in person for the first time. Uh, total yeah. fangirl. Yeah, but, I remember. 
Luckily, and by the grace of Papa Dios, I've had every single person on that panel as a guest on the Latinos Out Loud podcast wow. ever since. Wow. And I, I attribute that to the power of networking at the yep. Dominican Film Festival, the vibe that is in the building, in the room. It's literally about growth and prosperity and, and being there to elevate one another. We all have so much to offer each other. We will freaking win if we just yes. give, give more like Kiki's doing. Kiki doesn't stop giving. Henry doesn't stop giving. Armando doesn't stop giving. Catherine Castro doesn't stop giving. And that's why all those people that I just mentioned are winning. This is a yeah. model for us to follow. Look, guys, I want to respect your time, but I would love to ask both of you to share some last messages for the LOLeros on why supporting Dominican film is so important and what they what they should look forward to at the Dominican Film Festival next week. So what to look forward to? Look forward to very eclectic programming of 80 plus films and uh, all about Dominicans or made by Dominican people. And uh, this is... Uh, a what, are the, what are the openings? What is the opening movie? Opening night is on the 1st at the United Palace with this movie called The App. It's a great movie, uh, really like great. A, about a hacker, and he just built an app, and he's getting chased because he built like this really cool hacking app. Um, so there's that on the on the first, and uh, all the other films by Dominicans in the diaspora. A lot of short films from the Dominicans in the diaspora. They're all going to be present. We have a lot of filmmakers are going to be with us. Oh, and so, shout out to Catherine. Catherine's film is also premiering at opening night. The film Week. That is correct. By it former guest premiere. and friend to the room, Catherine Castro. We love you, girl. So we that's love exciting. You. Exciting at the United Palace. What a perfect venue, you guys. In the heart of Washington Heights. The the venue is so beautiful and it's so cultural. It's so connected to, you know, not only people that live in the Heights, but Dominicans in New York City. That's our Apollo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it yeah. Really <laughs> um, please go to our website to check the programming and to get tickets for the opening night and be part of that whole experience. Yeah, and then you're expanding even down to Chelsea at Sinopolis, which is awesome at too. Sinopolis. So just imagine that that Dominican rainbow is going to go from the Heights to Chelsea. So make sure you catch the Roy G. Biv. You know what I'm saying? The Dominican Roy G. Biv <laughs> will be in the building. I think that's really exciting. Again, the film festival and all of the films being shown can be seen on the website, which is DominicanFilmFestival.com. Kiki, any closing words? If not only you can share about, you know, again, like what people could look forward to and all of that, but like... Could you share some words of advice to the future Kikis, the Kikisitas out there? But like, what are some words of advice that you have for them on navigating the space as a Latina, as an Afro-Latina, as a mom? All of the things that probably you face day to day uh, yeah. as maybe minor barriers. How do you push through them and how do you navigate the space? What are some words of advice? Well, one of the things I have learned throughout my career is that everything is about relationships and the ego often gets in the way when we're doing some kind of, um, you know, some kind of project. Right. 
And for example, I'm just going to give you an example. For example, a writer comes up and creates, you know, a certain project, right? Uh, and a, an executive like myself says, okay, this is what you need to get that project sold. And the, often the writer becomes, you know, says, oh, no, no, well, I want it this way. And it can't be that way. And they don't want anyone touching what, you know, they've created. I see this more with the creators in New York and the East Coast more than the West Coast, because we've already been beaten down. And we already know that if we want to deal with a network, we have no say in what happens. We already know that. And I think the East Coast producers and creators, they don't understand that. You know, they, they think that because they created the product, that it is their choices and their decisions that matter. But like every business, the person paying for the project or paying for you to be on the air is going to want to do it their way because... Okay, they don't want to lose money. And you, as a brand new creator, you created a beautiful project, right? But you don't know what really sells. So, for example, people think that it's so easy to just create a project and get it on the air. I mean, I don't even know how I have had five projects on the air. I'm still asking myself because it is <laughs> putting a project on the air is, is like winning the lotto. Like it's easier. It's easier to win the lotto than to put a project on the air. I mean, I'm going to tell you mm. the honest truth. And, mm. and a lot of people end up in collaborations. What I do is I try to always leave any kind of relationship in good terms because you never know, okay, when that person can help you again, when you have the right timing, the right situation. And, um, and I've noticed, Miha, that everything in this business is relationship. Luck, relationship is what gets you the product on the air. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, it's not like the old days where they used to go out there. Like when I did Kiki this at Hollywood, that was the old days. They used to go and discover you. You know how I got that show? Because I was doing... Um, a radio show in LA. I was doing mornings and a weekend show called Latin Grooves Live. We put Latin music on general market radio for the first time in Los Angeles. Okay. Wow. And that show was such a huge hit. It was like, everybody was talking about it, it had huge numbers. It was beating, you know, it was beating Kiss FM. It was huge. And um, the president of Galavision, uh, Javier Sadelegi at the time, he said, can you go, he told one of his executives, can you go to that show? Because I used to do it live from the Hollywood Athletic Club. Oh, and wow. so, so he said, so he goes, you know, she's getting 1,500 people there. Like, who is this girl? Why is everyone talking about her? She sounds good on the radio. Can you go check to see if she's, you know, ready for primetime? If, if she looks good, if she looks like she could be on TV. Do you believe that? He, he literally just oh. told an executive, to oh go God. see if I could appear on TV, like if I had the look for television. If I would have been, oh let's say, God. not the right look, Kiki would have never happened, right? Wow. So the, so the executive literally came up to me in the middle of, of a show and said, hey, um, you know, my president told me, and she told me exactly what happened. She goes, he told me to see if you were camera ready. And I go, well, what do you think? <laughs> She, what do you think? <laughs> and she says, you're pretty awesome. Let's talk. And we and from there, I started conversations 
about creating my own show for Galavision. And it was a hit. It was a huge hit. And so that was the old days, girl. That was the old days. They would actually, oh, let me tell you another amazing story. Okay. This one. So you guys understand what I'm talking about. Um, do you guys know Sister, Sister? The show? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know Kim Bass. He created that show. It's based on his twin sisters. And of course, he just created a whole show and a whole sitcom about it. It's not necessarily all true, but he was inspired because he had twin sisters. His parents got divorced. One lived with one parent. The other one lived with the other parent. Then they found themselves in the middle of a mall and thought they were looking at a mirror because they looked exactly the same. And so listen to this. He went to ABC and he's in those days, you pitched a show verbally. You would just go in there and say, this is a show about twin girls, African-American twin sisters separated by divorce that end up finding themselves, blah, blah. And wow. the network. This is Tia and Tamara, the whole, right. you know, started the right. career of the Maori, Tia and Tamara right. Maori. Right. And the creator mm -hmm. goes and he sells the concept and they say to him, we love it. We love it. Okay. This is the deal. We're going to hire the production company, the director, the, the cast, and then we're just going to pay you for being the creator, but you don't even have to show up. Wow. That's how it was. But guess what? He got paid millions of dollars. He didn't even oh. have, he, no tenía nada because, he, because that's how the networks used to operate. They used to do everything for you. They used to find the production company. They used to find the talent for you. They, you could go into it and pitch them an idea and they would say, we love it. If somebody in the room really believed in it, you got it. You got everything. They got the production for you. They got the talent for you. Now we have to do that. We have to get the production company. We have to get the talent. We have to pay for the, for the promo. We have to do a sizzle reel. We have to develop the entire season of the show on our own dime. And then we have to go, you know, knock on Present, doors to see right? who will buy it, you know? And if three or four say no, everybody walks away tough. It's a tough business, you know, but so I, I highly suggest to, to creators to learn about the business, to learn about it. I have like 20 something years in the business, more than 20 years. And I still don't know the business. Thanks for dropping those tips because without those tips, people go into shit blindly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, People just and have to let their ego, you know, you, when you go into a situation and you have somebody that's interested in your project and they, and they can open a door for you or they have more power than you, you have to humble yourself. You yeah. really have to humble yourself and, um, and realize that sometimes, you know, you got to step, <clears throat> you got to take a step back and let them run the show because they know what they need yeah. to get it sold. Thank you for sharing that. Kiki, thank you. Because look, sometimes there are words that we don't necessarily want to hear, but let's go into it smarter. Let's listen to the words of advice so we don't fuck shit up. <laughs> and so we can actually keep this momentum going and stop seeing those shows get canceled. We don't want to see those shows that have a, a representation of us get canceled anymore. We need to see more. Exactly. Exactly. We got to learn to play the game. We can start change. We can facilitate change. But all we need to do is listen to Kiki right now. We have to keep leveling up and we can't do that alone. You don't do that in a silo. 
You do that with a group, with the gang gang. And the gang gang's out here, and they're going to be at the Dominican Film Festival next week. Henry, please tell everybody one more time the URL and the dates of the festival, please. DominicanFilmFestival.com. The festival's happening from November 1st to the 9th. Please join us on the 1st at the United Palace and be part of the whole magical experience with me and Rachel and Kiki. Yay! I, I party, oh, a baby. Yo, we're gonna have so much fun. It's gonna be lit. I may wear I my know. Dominican f- uh, sash from the parade. I'm not oh, sure. Uh, it, I may it, bring my guida. Yes, I think do I'm gonna it. bring my guida and my tambora. I may come dressed as super Dominican girl. Do I'm not it. sure. Do I'm it. so excited for you guys to come to my home. Um, but thank you, Henry, creative director of the Dominican Film Festival, and of course, producer, comedian, actress, loca, that we love so much, <laughs> gem of the community, Kiki Melendez on the Latinos thank Out Loud podcast right thank now. Thank you, you both so much I, for your time. Sending thank love you. to all my people. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Yeah. Yo. Kiki kiss. Mwah. <laughs> Mwah. Yo, I told y'all, I mean, come on, son, do you hear this? Do you hear the excitement about the Dominican Film Festival in New York City? Holy moly. Well, there are a lot of films, as you heard Henry and I talk about, 80 80 films, including features, shorts, docs. So go ahead and check it out, DominicanFilmFestival.com. You guys, I'm so excited to be moderating that panel at Alianza Dominicana on November 2nd. Go to my Instagram page if you want some more information on that at Rachel La Loca, R-A-C-H-E-L, La Loca, at Instagram or Twitter. Shout out to all the LOLeros. Shout out to all the Dominicans. Shout out to those that support the Dominican Film Festival because you don't have to be Dominican to come and support Latinos in cinema. So... Please do so. If you're not in the New York area, just check out the website. There may be some virtual stuff that you could learn about, too. And it's just always good to hear about what's going on, what's coming out of the Caribe. Caribeña presente! Oh, this just this like whole festival buzz. Oh, I just want to like wear a Dominican garb, like those big red, white, and blue dresses and go dancing merengue up and down the street with my guida. All right, you guys get it. So please follow us at We Are Latinos Out Loud. Follow me at Rachel La Loca. Shout out to Jamie and Frank out there. Thanks for listening to another episode of Latinos Out Loud. We got more coming your way, people, three times a week. Brat, brat, brat. The power of three, all right? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, thank you, Lord, for another episode and for being here with y'all. Love y'all. Talk to you soon. I'm out!